Hello. Hello. We've got it working. Yes, we have. That sounds suspiciously like um, Guns N' Roses, was it? Oh, no, it's just um, some, it's called Swamp Blues Rock. It's a um, royalty-free piece. Oh, is it? Oh, right. I've not, you... heard, not heard of them before. No, I don't think many people have. It's got uh, 26 views. Is it right? Um, can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine, yes. Everything's fine, yeah. And uh, and you can hear me? I can hear you well, Simon. Good. Um, can you hear this? I can. And can you hear this? I could hear that. Yeah, that means we've started, doesn't it? It does indeed. That was smooth, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, the other thing is is that I, I now have a soundboard of special effects on my laptop as well. So, uh, um, Lovely. So, yeah, so every now and again, I might just slip one in and see whether or not you can... Uh... Well, I think it's good to slip one in every now and again. It is, isn't it? There you go. That was a meadow lark. A meadow lark? Yeah. Ah, larking about. And this is a sad woman crying. Gosh, she sounds very sad. <laughs> yeah, and these are howler monkeys. There you go, so... Uh, All I manner that, of sounds. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll just slip them in where, you know, every now and again, just to sort of, you know... Uh, make it more exciting and um, maybe some of our viewers if they hear one um, or listeners sorry because this is an audio uh, yeah platform uh, it is isn't it I keep forgetting that maybe some of our listeners can sort of uh, you know write in and say what it is that they think they're listening to yeah maybe if Callum from Leeds wants to email in to what he thinks these noises are in the background if he gets all of them right we could um feature him on the next episode we could do yeah it'd be, it'd be good to have a, a guest in uh, like him uh because obviously he is one of our most avid fans and so uh you know yeah. be a treat would be a treat for him wouldn't it so what are we up so. to today then what are we up to what 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 are we what, where, where are we today we're pondering the uh sacred cow of the supernatural oh, because brilliant because so many people are so obsessed with ghosts, with monsters and things like that. And I just think it's boring. It's played out. It's been done so many times before. Yes. I mean, look at Twilight. They they had to add glitter onto vampires to make them interesting again. Yeah. Did, did you know that um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was basically based on fan fiction about Twilight? I had heard that. Um, yeah. Because I, I graduated from the University of Kent, which is where um, the writer of Fifty Shades of Grey also graduated in, but with a degree oh, right. in history. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's not... Uh, she's not... Um, she's not an English major. Oh, I see. And did you know that nine and a half weeks, uh, that was generated from fan fiction uh, written about Peppa Pig? Really? Yes, it was. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's crazy because Nine and a Half Weeks came out as a film about thirty years ago, and Peppa Pig only came out about ten years ago. So well, that's supernatural. If I ever I ever heard it, it is. Yeah, it is. And um, I mean, I I find it quite strange and quite creepy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm certainly getting a kind of a yeah. creepy chill a vibe is, there. It's definitely is creepy, isn't it? What's this one called? Creepy background. Oh, very appropriate. <laughs> isn't it? I'll stop that. Right, so there you go then. So that was kind of creepy. So, um, so yeah. So, so what's on the agenda today then? What, what exactly is on the menu of our creepy dinner? Well, it says spectral stories. It's a double interview episode. We've got oh, wow. an interview with Derek, the medium, and we've also got an interview with Gin, Ginny, uh, so, someone who's um, who's met a real ghost and hunts Gin, them. Ginvara Vovain, I think you'll find. Ginvara Vovain. Yes. So that would be right, a nice yeah. one. Yes. When it is, would be, yeah. is that? Um, is that guest going to be coming in soon? How are they arriving? By helicopter again? Um, I think they might be arriving by... Um, let's have a quick look. They might be arriving by... Um, by water? Uh, by land? By, 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 by muscle car. Wow. Oh, is this them now? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear it pulling up. Yeah. Or pulling away, rather. And then, and then now they're on a Harley Davidson. Wow. Yeah. It's sort of a supernatural swap. It is, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, it's uh, quite impressive that they've um, they've arrived in two different forms of transport. So there you go. Do you, so, do you, do you want to interview them now? Then is that the is that what you're kind of? Uh... That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'd like to interview them now. Okay then. All right. So do you have a jingle for that interview? Um, I've not got a jingle for that interview. Um, All right, shall I find a, 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 a jingle? Yeah, if, if you could, just <laughs> type in Jinjara Jovain jingle. Jinvara Jovain, yeah. Uh, okay, so now I'm doing my own jingles, is that right? Well, I'll do some of them, it's, I, I uh, forgot. All right, hold on a sec then. Just give me a second while I find... Uh, uh, right, okay. Ghost interview time. It is, isn't it? It's Jinvara Vervain. Here he comes now. Speak. Hello, Sam. Is Hi that there. Sam there? Is that Sam? It is indeed Jinvara. Hello, my name is Jinvara Vervain. I am an occultist, ghost hunter, and motorhome restorer. Lovely to be here today to speak to you it is lovely to be here it on, is, on such it a is indeed. it is i've come all the way from sandy uh sandy yep. bed uh home of the rspb i've come all the way from there i have actually been working on a motorhome today um, really restoring it um and uh but i've come hot foot uh to talk to you today and i'm um, looking forward to uh elucidating on the occult the spiritual world and the dark regions that we very rarely ever enter well generally speaking well on that on that note then i'm going to dive right in and i come with my own jingles as well you do do you i do indeed yes i do indeed anyway what would you like to ask me first of all i'd like yes. to ask you when was the first time you witnessed paranormal activity? When was the first time up? Well, 
Uh, I was restoring a Heimer B584, you know, those motorhomes. Yeah. Uh, I got it for about three grand, but basically I had to totally gut it, right? Because uh, somebody had died, basically, inside the motorhome. Oh. And they, li they liquefied, which was uh, horrible. So mm. the upholstery was just absolutely ruined, right? So uh, it's totally destroyed. So what I had to do was uh, I had to get in there, you know, and scrub it all down. Yeah. Uh, with me marigolds on, and basically I was opening up. I was yeah, I was opening up the glove box to look for the logbook. You see, and I felt the presence of a of a woman, and 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 this presence was accompanied by orbs. You see. Okay. Now I've heard these. They, yeah, they, I, just for the viewers that aren't sure, yeah. they represent um, they represent spirits, don't they, on, on film or, or in reality? Well, they do, but you see, I felt the orbs as well. I felt this woman's orbs, and uh, <laughs> I did. And uh, I and from having a feel of her orbs, I deduced that she was an 18th century highway lady who had basically possessed the motorhome. I don't know whether she'd held it up or something, but basically, because it wasn't that old, you see, but yeah. basically that was what it was all about. You know, she had possessed the motorhome and maybe, who knows, had caused the death of the previous incumbent. I don't know. I, wow. don't, I, I don't make the rules, but basically that's what it seemed to be more, more like to me. It, it sounds a bit like... Um... A, a more a more adventurous uh, version of Stephen King's Christine about the uh, possessed vehicle. Oh, of course, yes, Stephen King. Yes, no, he he obviously he's like a god to me, Stephen King or King, really? as, we, as we call him. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's uh, oh Crowley, get down, get down, Crowley, get down, Crowley. Sorry, that's <laughs> my dog there. <laughs> I brought my dog with me, Crowley, and uh, he, he he barks something chronic. He doesn't he? Stop! Get, get down! Sit down! Well, they, they reckon that dogs can see spirits, can't they? The, uh, they the... can, and they can drink them as well. My, really? My, Crowley, <laughs> he, he, had, he had half a bottle of my Oban 14 the other day. I couldn't believe it. So <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was all over the... It was a shit show. He was all over the place, basically. Oh, but, dear. You know, but that's why he's, he's a bit, he's a bit, you know, a bit up himself today, you see. Crowley, get down. Get down, Crowley. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, um... You've you've met these ghosts, then I, I take it that you have this um, this kind of extra sight that the average person doesn't. I'm wondering if yes. um, if ghosts are really like the one in the film Ghost, are they really like Patrick Swayze? Oh, yes, that's a popular misconception. You see, uh, most ghosts are in fact insubstantial, uh, and by that I mean that they are translucent with mm. a kind of a wavy, wafty quality, a bit like a nighty or a keep net basically yeah um you can pass through them and they can go through you although i doubt very much if patrick swayze even when he was at his ideal dancing weight could get through you without you noticing you see yeah um you know so i mean and and of course towards the end he was very very thin but that doesn't necessarily mean to say he's a ghost you see yeah or that he can pass through matter well, you know, I mean, he could pass through anything, you know, and you, you could see him in, in, you know, when he held that woman up in the air in the water, you know. He was uh, he was very thin then, you see. Yeah, the um, lift and dirty dancing. Well, but he couldn't carry he couldn't carry the uh, the watermelon, though, could he? He had to get her to carry the watermelon, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, you've poked a hole in the plot there. 
I have po- I have poked hole in the plot there, Ethy. But it's you know, dirty dancing. I mean, occultists a, a will tell you that you know, basically, uh, dirty dancing is like a kind of satanic bible, you know, of what to do and what <laughs> not to do. You see, all all the sigils are there if you look carefully for them you know don't put baby in the corner you know all of all of the sort of dance moves they do how they describe a pentagram you know when they do the dirty dance you know the yeah dance they do the movement with their feet i've heard it's like it's like they say yeah. when they play beatles records backwards that they have those messages luna's it, yeah. um luna one of the uh, listeners has commented in saying um oh yeah my my cousin said most movies depict ghosts wrongly. They actually look like us, just in a hazy, translucent way, which is what you were saying. Well, that's absolutely right, Luna, yes. And uh, and I noticed you said cats can help them around us. My cat is actually here with me. Uh, Crowley, Crowley, no, get down, leave her alone. Yeah, my cat is here at the moment, and, uh, and I think she can see a ghost at the moment, although she's licking her nether region so oh uh, dear maybe it's something else you can do we'll, i don't know we'll leave that one yeah leave um, that one there i was yeah. wondering actually um because yes. you're my guest if you could maybe get us an interview at some point with a, a dead celebrity perhaps as like a recurring feature well it is funny you should say that you see because recently i spoke to tim brooke taylor um and he's all right considering and yeah yeah yet he he's on a plane at the moment Oh yeah, um, yeah. Not not a physical plane, not an actual you know easy jet plane. He's on an astral plane in what we call the nethers, and yeah. uh, he's basically passing into a secret realm, which is just over Peterborough. Um, but he's all right, you know. He's keeping his spirits up, you know. He's uh, telling jokes and you know doing all the all the things that he he used to do, you know, when he he was alive. But yeah, no, I I often speak to famous people. Yeah, you know, I've spoke to Marilyn Monroe. I've spoken to Errol Flynn. I've spoken to Joe Pasquale. So yeah, I mean, I I, I can. So you've to... spoken to Joe Pasquale? I have, yes. Not not as a ghost though. No, I've just spoken to Joe Pasquale. He was at the uh, um, he was at the pantomime in Plymouth one Boxing Day, and I saw him there. Oh, uh, but you did maybe, say maybe could you I... could go on. You said I could speak to famous people. You didn't necessarily say that they had to be dead. <laughs> well, maybe you could uh, speak to Joe Pasquale's career then. <laughs> uh, I, I see what you've done there. That's very yeah. clever. That's very um, clever. Uh, Crowley, get down. Get down, oh, Crowley. Get down, Crowley. What's he doing? <laughs> I he's know, up he's, on the leg. He, he's jumping up at the, at the Robins again. He loves the Robins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's always he's always at the and and the and the tits as well. He oh, the, he's, if it's not the robins, it's the tits. He just can't get enough of tits. <laughs> he's just always up at them. You I know, feel like you're making claw, a joke there. Clawing at the tits. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what what would you like to know next then? Um, well, Callum from Leeds um, has messaged in because I told him about this interview and he said, "Oh yes, yes." Does China have more ghosts due to population, or do more war-stricken countries have more ghosts due to people dying in torment? That's quite an interesting question. Well, do you know what? If I had 50 pence for every time I get asked this question, 
I'd have a lot of money. I really yeah. would have a lot of money. Um, you see, the, the thing about your Chinese ghosts, you see, is that they're elusive creatures, right? Because yeah. it's all to do it's all to do with all them spices that they use, you know, them sexual peppers that they use, you know, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. And um Aphrodisiacs. And aphrodisiacs, all that sort of all that type. And basically the clouds of spice interfere with the ectoplasmic miasma, and as a result, you know, they never really become ghosts, you see, because of all of the spices. And uh, they're practically non-starters when it comes to being ghosts, you see. So, you know, you'd imagine there's a lot of them about, but no, there's not a lot of them about at all. Wow. Well, really. that, that makes sense because Luna's messaged in saying that spirits can't move around in the rain and the wind. And I guess sort no. of the, the pollution and the, the, the spices, as you say, they, yeah. they sort well, of... Um, well, really, I can't really move around in the rain and the wind, to be honest. I mean, I'd rather stay at home with a, you know, a nice book and, and watch a box set, you know, when it's rainy and windy. Minder or something. Yeah, Minder or something like that, you know, Blake Seven. Yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, spirits are just like us, because they are us, basically, but they've just, they're on a different plane, you see. They're, they are of the spirit world as opposed to of, of the corporeal world, as we call it. Yeah. So, um, so and yeah. Tim Taylor's over over Peterborough. Is that is that his home? Is that a special place to well, him? Well, I think by now he's probably somewhere over Stamford, but you know he's probably moved on a bit. You know since then. So, um, but yeah, you know we all we all have to move on, don't we? You know, even if it is just you know to get to Grantham eventually. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh dear, it's a strange yeah. old world. It's a um, strange old world, isn't it? Yeah. Now. Um, Talk, talking about um, you know geography, my my nan was, um, yeah. was painfully northern, and um, yes. she had all these weird sayings. And once I remember my nan telling me, she yeah. said that parsnips are just like ghost carrots. <laughs> you know, I'm guessing because of the colour, but you know, it's clearly bullshit. But you, have you got yes. any ghostly myths that you like to talk about or dispel? Well- well, the, the, you see, the biggest myth of all is that ghosts can kill you, you know, because uh, mm. quite often you watch them films that they make those these days, you know, and it's all ghost kills you and comes out the TV with the hair in front of the face and... Yeah, yeah. Know, and, 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 like, you know, you, you answer the phone and say Bloody Mary and then seven days later, you know, your head falls off. You know, I mean... That's <laughs> it sounds ridiculous when you put it, it like is, that. It is, it's all nonsense, basically. But the most is they can give you earache, right? But really, they are just very, very annoying and they hide in cupboards to get you. So yeah. basically, being a ghost, you know, you've got nothing much to do all day apart from just play pranks on people. You know, so basically, you know, in effect, all ghosts are basically Jeremy Beadle. You know, because they're just—it's just game for a laugh in the spirit world, isn't it? You know, you have a bit of a laugh, you know, and and like when you see uh, Most Haunted—I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Wonderful show, Yvette Fielding, Carl Beatty, amazing program. Yeah. And uh, and basically, what they do there is, uh, you know, the ghosts will throw money at them, knives at them, drop things on their heads. You know, it's just a prank. You know, it's just a joke. You know, it's uh, it's not, it's not. You know, they're just messing about. Yeah. Really, they're just messing about. They're not. You know, they're not really being malicious or malevolent or anything like that. You know. 
Well, this is the thing because yeah. it's, uh, you, oh, I forget the word, but there's there's like the uh, demons that cause possessions and things oh, like this. Yeah. They're yeah. they're what people are scared of, and they get that confused with ghosts. I think. Yes, that's right. You know, I mean, that's a common misconception as well. You know, spirits, ghosts, they are two very, very different things. You know, and of course, with your spirits, you've got your dark spirits, you know, and you've got your even darker spirits. You've got your black spirits and you've got your even blacker than those spirits, you know, who, who, who dwell in, in the underworld, you know, far beyond the horizons of light, you know. Yeah. Um, so, of course, there's all different shades. It's like, you know, one of them Dulux swatch um, uh, things you get from B&Q, you know, there's various shades, there's a spectrum of blackness. And, of course, you know, there are some ghosts that are blacker than others, you know. But, I mean, yeah. I can't do anything about that. You know, I, I don't make the rules. I don't make no. the rules, you know. No, you don't. I don't, no. <laughs> well, um... I've got one more question now. I, I, I know Crowley, you're, get down. I, get down, Crowley. Crowley, Crowley, get down. Sorry. There's, there's quite a um, Yeah, there's... Um, I, I know you restore motorhomes, but... Yes, I do, you, yes. You, yes. Also, um, you also catch ghosts. Now, I, I, I'm I not do, sure yeah. where I where I stand on, um, on catching a ghost. What does that mean? Do you keep them? I mean... Well, you know, I don't, I don't sort of run up to them and kick them in the pokeballs. You know, I don't try and do anything. <laughs> I don't try and do anything like that. And um, you know, and Ghostbusters. I mean, it was hilarious for us occultists. You know, we, we you know, it's like a comedy film for us. Um, I think it course, is a comedy film. It, oh, is it? Oh, I, see. <laughs> I, I just laughed at all the inaccuracies in it. You know, like the hoovers and the on their backs, that yeah, kind I of know. thing. I know. I mean, it's like it's like a sort of you know everyday person's version of what hunting the ghost is, you know. But it's it's far more technical than that. Um, in fact, the other day I set up a Ouija board at Sandy Holiday Inn, mm. and uh, I communed with a troop of roundheads who's been caught on the A1 roundabout in a massive jam, you know, since 1642, and um, you know I. I, I I captured them as it were, and I was able to move them to another place. You know, I was able to take the Ouija board, you know, down to Bigglethwaite, and I let them out. Um, yeah. You know, near the uh, uh, near the near the Asda. You know. So sort of like when a child right, might um, the Asda, yeah. take take some tadpoles and then move them to to somewhere like a bit more appropriate. So if they're in the sun, so you just you just rehow rehome them, the ghosts. Yeah. That's right, yeah. You rehouse the ghosts and, uh, you know, rehome them, as it were, and they love it, you know, and then they can go around doing all their pranks. I mean, you might imagine if you'd been around dead for, like, 400 years, you know, you'd have loads of pranks up your sleeve, you know, you'd have yeah. plenty of time to come up with, you know, funny jokes and stuff like that, you know. Although, of course, they were all Puritans, weren't they? So they wouldn't have done all that many, you know, jokes and that, but... Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, maybe they grew into it. I think they grow into it, don't they? Yeah, you know, after four hundred years, you know, you grow up a bit, <laughs> don't you? You know, and you put away childish things, you know, like scalectrics and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 that's absolutely true. Now, um, yeah, uh, we've I've got one more message um, been emailed into the um, the private um, email account. That's the oh, sacred yes. the sacredcowdisciples.com. Oh, and they've course, said. Yeah. 
it's um it's red red citron 54 and they've oh, yeah. asked me what's the biggest ghost you've ever caught what's the biggest ghost i've ever caught well i mean now you're talking you see i mean um you know i mean i've been to places you know like i've been to uh you know stately homes uh where the entire home itself is a ghost you know the actual the actual place itself is a ghost you know you go there you know you you get out all so the actual home the the the, the home work. itself, yeah, the brickwork itself is the ghost, you know. It's that house that has died and then has become a ghost, you see. And, uh, you know, the National Trust, you know, they build a little sort of uh, shop, you know, and you go and pay your money. And then, of course, when you get there, it's all gone because it's insubstantial, you see. So, yeah, entire houses. I've, you know, I've, um, I've trapped an entire house, you know, inside my, uh, inside my special pouch um and uh i've uh you know and then transported it you know to uh to another place you know to let it roam free perhaps somewhere um, with it, planning permission yeah somewhere with planning permission <laughs> yeah so, somewhere with a, a a good um you know uh arterial road network and um you know opportunities perfect for, for the perfect for the motor home for the mo well we basically we we always <laughs> We always come back to the motorhome, don't we? We always come back to the motorhome, don't we? Um, Crowley, sit down, sit down, Crowley. We always come back to the motorhome eventually, don't we? Yeah, you know, it's it's where we were born and where we shall go to eventually uh, when uh, we need to go somewhere else. Well, so, yeah, um, that's about it, really. Jinvara, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to um, gonna have to leave because we've got the rest of the podcast to do. But it was excellent um, chatting well, along. I was wondering if I could come along later on and read a ghost story to you. Maybe later on in the podcast, I have a story to read to you. And after you've done a few other things, perhaps we could uh, you could hear my ghost story. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I'd, I'd really enjoy that. Yes, I should. Well, I shall look forward to reading that to you. Well, if you want to, if you uh, pop down to reception uh, for the next sort of half hour, so that you can give Simon um, his booth back, you can. Yes. There's refreshments down there, and then we'll buzz you back up at the end for your ghost story, if that's okay. Lovely. Well, I'll play myself out with me, uh, with me, um, with me jingle, and then obviously Simon can come back again. All Lovely right. to talk to you. Speak to you soon again with the Likewise, ghost story. Likewise. See you in a bit. Here we go. Oh, well, that was fascinating, wasn't it? Uh, Jim Barrow is really interesting. Yeah. What did his T-shirt say? What did his T-shirt say? If it, yeah. if it ain't a motorhome, it's not a home. <laughs> if I remember rightly. Yeah, it's crazy, what a, isn't it? What I a mean, character. Absolutely. But, I mean, I, I've heard that he's uh, an, an excellent motorhome restorer. So uh, Yeah. He knows, yeah. and, and a cultist, so he knows his stuff, well, doesn't he? I suppose you do get them cheap. I mean, I, I remember my, my dad, and this is absolutely true, he once bought um, a second-hand motorcycle to restore. Oh, yeah. The, his, the previous owner had um, had had a crash, had bent the forks in, and had passed during that um, during that incident. And my dad restored the motorcycle. It wasn't cursed or anything. I mean... Right. I guess I guess that must mean that the the previous owner must have loved the motorcycle and wanted it to be restored. 
Oh, I think so, definitely. Yeah, I think I think that uh, you know, um, uh, that's true. Have you have you had a um, a real life ghostly experience? No. I see. I I was very cynical about this side of things until about three years ago, uh-huh. um, and uh, I was uh, me and the girlfriend driving back after seeing the Planet of the Apes, uh, one of the Planet of the Apes films at the cinema. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I uh, dropped her off, kissed her goodbye. So, and and um, that was in, in Weston. And for those of you who don't know the locality, it's a mm-hmm. small village um, uh, on, a, on a hill, high, high up uh, from, from my town. Oh, and yeah. there are loads of um, small lanes that go down to my town. So I'm driving, mm-hmm. um, obeying the speed limit of 50 miles per hour on a single carriageway. Mm-hmm. And I... Have my lights on, of course, because it's late at night. We just, of course, got out of this film, uh, and in the in the dull glow of the brake lights, as I'm doing 50 miles an hour. Yeah, I should add that this is like open fields with a road um, in the middle of it, uh-huh. and and I, I would be able to see anyone standing in front of me. But of course, um, you, would. Of course you would. In the in the redness of my uh, idle brake lights as I'm doing mm. 50 miles an hour, I see this figure standing almost as if he stood up from the boot of my car and he was oh, just pointing God. at me. And I saw that figure yeah. just just recede back into the darkness as I sped up, you know, quite scared. Wow. And I, I, I had no other way of explaining how that person was there. So it, it gets weirder. I got home, yeah. ring my girlfriend... Yeah. Um, and said to her, look, something weird's just happened. She's like, yeah, well, yeah, you you saw that in the paper. You're winding me up. I said, what? So it turns out while I was at university, mm-hmm. there was a jogger that had gone out late at night and had mm-hmm. been struck down and killed by a car on that very road. And it was in the papers, but because I was out of the area, yeah, um, I, I just had no idea about that and... It's just one of those weird situations where it all kind of adds up. Good God, that's that is a story. I know it is a story. That definitely is a story. I mean, you know, you could tell that to people and they just wouldn't believe you. But I mean, it actually happened, didn't it? Yeah, and it, you know, it could have been that I was tired. It was eleven o'clock at night. The, the mm. Planet of the Apes was a very long film, mm. and I'm not paying extortionate prices for the water at the at the cinema. No, of so not. I could have been dehydrated. You wouldn't do. Which cinema was it? It was. Um, I actually think that was the Letchworth Broadway cinema. Not Cineworld in Stevenage. No, not Cineworld. No. See, I've seen some ghosts there in in uh, Cineworld Stevenage. Really? Yeah. You know, if you turn up too early when they're cleaning the cinema, and you turn up too early. Yeah. If if you go in there. Sometimes you see figures, you know, with mops and uh, and like uh, cleaning products. Or know, just there in the half light. Yeah, just kind of going up and down the aisles cleaning, and <laughs> and then and then if you if you go near them, they say you sorry you turned up too early. We're just finishing off cleaning up. Yeah, wow, I but mean, in a spooky voice. No, no, just in a normal voice, you know. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, why Why no. is it that when people die, they suddenly start talking like this, you know? Yeah, you see, now I'm thinking, I don't think they were actually ghosts. Do you think I they think were cleaners? I think they were just cleaners, yeah. <laughs> I did so, get that impression. Yeah, oh, I was pretty stupid, you see. 
Oh well. Uh, oh, well. I'll tell you what though, to cheer yeah. you up, yeah. Um I've I managed to uh, secure um an interview with Derek. You know Derek? Ah, Derek. Yes, Derek. I very much Derek, know Derek. Derek the medium who used to be on TV. I'm not going to say his last name. No, don't say it. Don't cuz you'll offend the gods if you do. Right. So I'm I'm just going to um get that that interview ready. Oh, here it is. Right. Um okay. I'm, Lovely. I'm, I'm listening. Slimer off Ghostbusters. Patrick Swayze off of Ghost and Casper the Friendly Ghost from Casper the Friendly Ghost. Some are animated cartoons, some are computer generated, and some are played by actors. But what about for real? Celebrity medium Derek joins us today on CBBC to teach you about ghosts. tunnelway in Woolborough, where Derek has arranged to meet us in an old public house. Not because it's haunted, but because it's where he spends most of his time since he moved away from his immediate family. It had been four years since Derek's last TV appearance. He had spent the time running a tour of live readings of audience members, many of which appeared to have taken place in community centres or scout huts. Hello, Sam. Good morning, Derek. Oh, uh, no, you seem to have spilt your drink as you shook my hand. You know, sometimes it can be quite strong like that as I shake, so I'm sorry if I hurt you. Yes, it's a lovely pub, this one. I noticed a few of these on the uh, list of venues for your most recent tour. I'm wondering if the cynics would argue that it's a bit of a step down from a weekly series on a popular channel. I pay them no mind. They can't see my fucking kindness. Do you think I do this for me? There's hundreds of shitcocks who die every week, maybe more, and I'm a hotline to them. To do this for real people with no cameras is a step up from a haunted programme because I'm actually fucking helping the civilians, Sam. I'm effectively the supernatural Bob Geldof. And if the media can't see that, then it's clearer than ever that they've never understood what it is to be a medium. Derek looked more like an extra-large. The last few years of undersold shows and constant attempts to revive his television career had driven him away from his family and seemingly towards a bar well-stocked with peanuts, meat-based snacks and crisps. I suppose it must be lovely to reconnect families with lost ones, which I suppose is why it's harder to listen to those that accuse you of having plants or stooges in the audience or a team of researchers. Again, I didn't fucking choose this gift. It's a burden to have this. Imagine trying to maintain an intimate relationship with your missus when you have all your town's dead people from all of time whispering in your mind. Could you keep it up? Didn't think so. Derek, I'm sensing an awkwardness around the subject of your critics. Well, you're asking me the wrong fucking questions. The public don't understand how careers work. They want to hear what's the biggest ghost you've ever caught? 280 pounder. What's the most books you've signed in one sitting? Over 100. What's the biggest venue you've ever sold out? Yarmouth Pier, two nice running. You know, the successors. Derek then invited me to his accolade room. In the flat, he rented above the pub where he showed me several of his achievements, two ghost hunting magazine awards and a TV choice runner-up certificate. He then lifted a towel off a small wooden plinth and the towel was emblazoned with various patches reaching all the way up to a 300 metre swimming badge. 
Now, while we're here, could you explain how you channel your fans' relatives through yourself? Well, ghosts have all had their souls rejected by Satan, so they return to their shitty provincial towns, blindly hovering about watching everyone live whilst they literally have no effect on anything, and it fucking destroys them. And I give these poor shitting prats a voice. I'm essentially the supernatural sting of mediums. It's an art. I open my mind wide to receive. Sometimes it's a squeeze, but all the voices come gushing in, but I grip onto the strongest one and channel all else out. It can be overwhelming, but I take it like a fucking man. Is there anything else you'd like to pass on to the children of the UK before we wrap this up? Treat your family nice while they're still alive because I will hear about all the awful shit shows you put on and how knackered your parents are in the afterlife. I'm essentially the supernatural father Crimbo. I've never had kids, mainly because with all those ghost voices it put me off the creation part when it comes to performing, but take it from me, don't be a dick to your parents. Well, thank you for your time, it was lovely to be invited in. Cheers Sam. Oh wait, oh. wait, I'm getting something, I'm getting something, I'm, I'm getting... A f f f f f f fucking drunk. <laughs> As I left the flat, I could see that Derek was a tormented man stuck between success and failure, between family and career, his past and what was left of his future. He appeared to cling heavily to the relative few successes he'd collected in a childlike way, but in a box bedroom above a bar. was fascinating i mean i used to watch most haunted when he was on it and 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 you were you were just drawn to him whenever he appeared on the screen i mean he he was so knowledgeable and he was so authoritative um and he he just you know you, you just knew that he really was talking to dead people from beyond the grave yeah and that, and that it wasn't an act uh or, or anything. I mean, it was so it was so brilliant what he used to do, and it's sad that he's gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Colin Fry as well, um, another fantastic medium. Again, no doubt about his gift at all. He, you know, just it, it is a it is a burden, isn't it? It really well, is. Well, what we need now more than any other time is more mediums, don't we? I mean, you know, I mean, especially with lots of people sort of becoming unemployed you know i i i can see a a, a great deal of opportunities for yeah. people to become to train as mediums you know although not everybody has the gift do they not every every everyone has no has i the... think is it genetic i think you can pass the gift on yeah it's either that or, or like a, a an nvq or something like that yeah but, uh, yeah well i but think I mean, there said he'd got his um his certificates yeah, well, um, I mean, it's, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's a B tech at least, isn't it? I think you know. In, in I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He did an interview with um, with some of Michael Jackson's super fans. Did Derek? Oh, and, did um, he really? Yeah, they. Uh, he he channeled Michael. He contacted yeah. Michael from Beyond the Grave and told the fans that he loved them. Um, Michael, this is told them through Derek that he yes. loves the fans. He knows yeah. who they are, and um. They just need to stop getting upset and appreciate him for what he was—the king of pop. He definitely did love his fans, didn't he, Michael? He, he yeah, or oh, some of them. 
he he loved them he loved them on a regular basis didn't he i mean he yes know, thoroughly at any opportunity to love them uh you know if he got a, a shot at loving them he he would love them completely wouldn't he 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 leapt at them yeah whether i mean he loved them whether or not they were aware of of the the fact that he was loving them at the time they'd often wake up the next morning and discover that they'd been loved by him well allegedly. a lot of love to give that man he had a lot uh, of love. he had a lot to go round and the yeah now we've got the Namco Pac-Man Ghost Quiz, or we've got the Tisdale Connection. Tisdale Connection. Right now, uh, for for new listeners, the Tisdale Connection is something that we do every episode, and we try and link the topic somehow to mm. High School Musical and Disney star um, Ashley Tisdale's. Yes. I'm going to play the jingle now. Okay. <laughs> It's the Tisdale Connection. It's the Tisdale Connection. What's the connection between today's topic and Ashley Tisdale? It's the Tisdale Connection. It is indeed, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. Should we have it again? Because I missed off the first bit. Go on, do it again, then. Go on, right. do it again. That's just, just genius, that is. <laughs> I thought I had a lot of fun making that this morning. Um, today's, today's Tisdale Connection is um, it's actually from um, a website I've never heard of called um, the Ahmedabad Mirror. I think it's an Indian paper. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, the, the headline was Ashley Tisdale's Night with a Ghost. Yeah. So it's wow. connect, connected to the supernatural already. Yes, it is, isn't it? It says Ashley Tisdale enjoyed, sorry, endured a spooky experience on a recent trip mm. to New Zealand. Yeah. The actress, who reprises her role as Sharpay Evans in High School Musical Three senior year, revealed that she felt an unearthly presence in her hotel room. She said. I thought my hotel room was haunted. Lights would go on and off, and I would hear things being thrown all around the room. I could mm. tell something was there. However, Tisdale, who was in the country shooting a new movie, has offered a rational explanation of events. She mm -hmm. says, I like to believe that it was just electrical problems. Wow. Well, I mean, she, she leaves it on a, on a huge ellipsis there, a huge pause at the end. And and that allows us to fill in whatever we want. So, you know, she says it wasn't it wasn't you know a, a ghostly apparition that had caused this, but she she definitely you can tell you can tell that she's leaving it up to us to decide, you know. Yeah, she she's kind of like a director in that way, leaving it up to the audience. But, um, mm. It, I like the fact that she blames that things being thrown around the room. Were just mm. due to electrical problems, and not her. No, <laughs> just getting bored and chucking stuff around. I mean, she's yeah. a pop star, isn't she? So throwing yeah. throwing hotels out of televisions is is what they're supposed to do, aren't they? Yeah, I, I mean, just uh, dumping swimming pools into furniture, that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, that's what you do if you're a pop star. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 
the Rolling Stones or your, um, you know, S Club 7, you're still going to fuck things up, aren't you? Oh, you're going to fuck shit right up, Simon. That's yeah, right up, right up. You know, that's, that's what, you know, when you sign the contract to be a pop star, Clause 17... When, uh, when Chuck Berry signed the pop star agreement... Yeah. It was... I mean, you, you know, if, if Chuck fucks shit up, you're walking like a duck, aren't you? Well, you are. If he gets into you, you walk like a duck. And yeah. and, and Ashley's had that experience, hasn't she? So, um, and now the ghosts have got in her too. So yeah, she hasn't had much luck, our Ashley. She hasn't really, no. But I mean, she is, you know, she is perhaps the most famous person on the planet. So you know, mm. there is always that to look forward to, isn't there? Simon, I wonder if we should do more features where the jingle's better than the actual content. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I wonder whether or not that's that's uh, uh, you know uh, something that happens quite often. But uh, yeah. only, only our listeners will be able to tell us that. I mean, you know, the proof will be in what in what they say when they leave the feedback form at the end of every episode. So, mm. or they could yeah. just email in their thoughts to the sacred cow at disciples dot com. And and don't we have a Twitter account as well, I believe? We do, but I've forgotten the handle. Um, so oh, just right. type in Sacred Cow, uh, look for our logo. It's on all of our podcasts, the sort of ghostly-looking uh, cow with the floppy ears. You'll find isn't it, it. Isn't it the Sacred Cow 3? I, d- I think I might have changed it to the Sacred Cow pod. Oh, have you? Oh, well, that's confusing for a start. No, no, anyway, I'm so. sorry. That's all right. I'll, I'll get over it. But to help you get over it, I've got a quiz. Yes. Um, it's called the Namco Pac-Man Ghost Quiz. Oh, I love. I used to love Pac-Man when I was a small child. Well, the um, the ghosts actually all had names that was on one of the screens of the game. Do you remember them? I don't know. Well, that's good because this quiz is going to work out well. I'll play the jingle forthwith. Motherfucker. I tell you what, this this is going to have to be a really good quiz if it's going to be better than that uh, jingle. <laughs> it's not even a long quiz, um, right? We could so... just have jingles. Why don't we just do jingles? We're just literally the content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Here's the content now. The Go jingle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So I'm going to yeah. give you four options, Simon. Yeah. Um, now the format of their names is quite interesting. So they were originally yeah. in Japanese, and I don't know how to um, pronounce like the lines and dots that form no. the well, language on the paper. Something well, about signifiers and the notions signified behind them. Of course, um, yeah. Fuck so all that. They had, they had a real name and also a nickname. Okay. You just have to choose which one is real, mm. and which three are fake. Number one. Yeah. The real name is Shadow. The nickname is Blinky. Number two. The real name is Bluey. The nickname is Quick Man. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, these have all been translated from uh, Japanese or something. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, Number three. The real name is Lurker, and his nickname is Boom. Yeah. And number four. The real name is Shy, but his nickname is Barney. Right, now... Let me get this right then. Three of them are fake and one of them's real? Only one is real. Right. Because there were four ghosts. 
originally, yeah. so I'm going to string this one out for four episodes worth of quizzes. <laughs> okay. Um, B- Blinky sounds like a character from Made in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Boom sounds like a rapper from the 1990s. And yep. Barney sounds like a dog. He does. And Quick Man, even though it sounds ridiculous, it does sound, if you were to translate from the Japanese into the English, Quick Man does sound plausible. So I think Quick Man is the right answer. You think... Um, Blinky Boom and Barney are bollocks. You're wrong, Simon. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no, there's the audience there. You used a sound effect there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I it was can, the real I can one. Do that too. Oh, well, you've the got... meadow lark. Oh. Wow, that panned right across. It did, Stereo. It? Um, now that yeah, the real one was Blinky Shadow. Right. And um, uh, if it helps, Simon, he was the red one. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, there was the red. There was the red and the blue one and the yellow one, wasn't there? Yeah, I think there might have been a pink one. Don't yeah, know. I didn't look so, into yeah. it that much. And then there was the yellow one with the sort of the mouth that kind of opened and the yellow round one. Yeah, and the cherries. And the cherry ghost, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right, I, that, well, I, I, think the, I think the jingle was better, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? But the thing is, if we didn't have the quiz, you wouldn't have had a, a reason to make the jingle. No, I think the jingle took longer than the quiz did. <laughs> did, didn't it? But, I mean, I think, our, I think our listeners will all appreciate that, won't they? I mean, they'll appreciate the amount of work that's kind of gone into... But it's, into yeah, this. it was interesting that you said Boom well, it sounded like a 90s rapper, because that is the name of the 90s rapper that recorded the jingle for me, Boom. Oh, was it really? Yeah, Big Boom. Oh God! I should have realised that, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, a little little shout out to my man Boom. What up? Um, uh, it's a big man ting. In it, uh, it is a big man ting. I'm just ghosting with you, so. Uh, yeah, I thought me? I thought BMT was one of the um, sandwiches at Subway when um, when I heard a street youth mention a BMT, which is big man ting. Yeah, um, that's right. I thought it was the. Um, What's the one at Subway? Bacon, meat and tomatoes or something? Bacon, non-specified meat and tomato, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. um, we've got we've got um, Jinvara coming back, haven't we? For we a, have, a yeah. I think he's he's on his way now in one of the in one of the many one of um, the vehicles. One of the vehicles. Shall we listen out for him? Here he comes. Oh, nope. it's, it's it's just starting up, I think. It's interesting because he only has to come from reception up the stairs to the studio. Yeah, but any opportunity to use a, a car is uh, or a diesel you know. engine. Right, should we should we make a start with Jim Jim Vara then? I'll just yeah, say, I think here so. he here he comes now. He's just sitting down. Hello there. I'm back again from reception. I've had a lovely time playing around with knickknacks and stuff, and uh, I'm now ready to do my story. All right, but I just, Lovely, I look forward to it. I've got to get me special effects uh, started, first of all. Here we go. Here. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Right, okay. 
This is my ghost story. Listen to it at your peril. And it's set in Sandy as well. Imagine a cold, dark night in a rural graveyard. Rain has fallen recently and an owl bleats somewhere. Crowley, get down! Sorry. Um, an owl bleeps somewhere. Um, you might think that you are alone and you... Oh, shut up. Oh, bloody hell. Shut up! Shut up! You might think that you are alone and you would be right. But sit a while and you will see terrors unfold before you that are beyond the ken of normal folks. It was 1736 in that very graveyard that Liza Marchbanks, late of this parish, did meet with her man, one George Cooper, a blacksmith by trade for a romantic assignation under the spreading ash tree of midnight. I do love you, she said, and I you, he replied. Do me, she said. Sorry, hold on a sec. Sorry, I misread that. Do me the honour, she said, of marrying you in this here church one week from today, and then you can put it there. Sorry, wait a minute. Uh, and then you can make a wife of me with a ring and, pointing at a ring finger, you can put it there. Sorry. Yes, he replied, meet me at this very spot in one week and I will marry you. Now, unbeknownst to both of them, Isaac Fletcher, the village butcher, was watching the lovebirds. He had a soft spot for Lisa, but it was getting harder to stomach the two of them together. And Isaac, all alone, he... Oh, God. You all right? Yeah, my fan came on. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Um, he he vowed. Sorry, uh, uh, he could not stomach the two of them together, and Isaac vowed to kill George. But how? Here's how: he would poison George's cider one afternoon, and then take his place and marry Liza himself. <gasps> Two days later, he visited George. <laughs> I don't know where that one come from. Two days later, he visited George at the blacksmith on some foolish pretense. And as George was bending over, he slipped in his poisonous tipple into the cider that he had made. Sorry, the, into the cider. With that, he made an excuse and left. Minutes later, who should arrive but Liza, clearly parched and dried out by a tortuous passage. Hello, George, she said. I'm thirsty. Let's have a go on your strongbow. And with that, she downed a lot. Right. Five days passed. And Isaac, who had no knowledge of the cider-related events, arrived at the <laughs> graveyard to meet with Lisa. It was midnight. It's sorry, it was one o'clock. 
No, it was two o'clock. Sorry. Hang on a sec, though. Five days had passed, and Isaac had no knowledge of the Scyther-related events, arrived at the graveyard to meet Liza. A figure hoved into view, and Isaac went down on one knee to make a proposal. But it was not Liza. It was George, half-crazed with grief and anger. My Liza, she has gone away and died, all on account of my cider. He swooned in front of Isaac and hammered himself to death with an anvil. At the sight of this, Isaac, stricken with remorse, headbutted himself to death on the edge of a gravestone. But the story doesn't end there. Oh. Well, it, well, it kind of does, but there's For a bit more. Yeah, no, but there's a bit more. Uh, on certain nights, if the wind is in the right direction, you can hear... Uh, not one, but three voices. You can hear the sound of an anvil. You can hear a hard knocking. And you can also hear the plaintive sighs of Liza, or is it the wind? Who knows? But often you, it, you will see three slits, shapeless entities commingling under the ash, ash tree. Is it bags for life, or is it ghosts? Who knows? Wow. Crowley, get down! Shut up, get down! Shut up, you fucker! (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, Crowley got excited at the end of that story. Did you like it? I did, yeah. Yeah. It was fucking brilliant, wasn't it? Fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, hope no, I hope no one's been too scared by that. But I, was, I have to say that was one of my less scary ones. I do, I do lots of uh, much, much scarier ones. And basically, you know, often, you know, we'll go down to uh, the river in Sandy and uh, we'll, you know, draw a pentangle on the ground and, mm. uh, and uh, we will strip ourselves naked, cover ourselves in cow's blood and, you know, just tell stories, you know, that sort of thing. Or, um, you know, just swap stories about motorhomes. Yeah. Or, um, you know, play a bit of uh, Settlers of Catan, maybe. A bit of that, you know. Yeah. So, but all, all within the pentangle, of course, you know. Yeah, oh, otherwise it wouldn't work, would it? I mean, the, the, the <laughs> pentagrangle... Um... Yeah, it amplifies the spookly spookliness by five. Yeah, it does. It does. It certainly ramps up the the astral uh, dread, uh, you know, to eleven basically. So uh, yeah, that's about it. Well, a anyway, pentangle gram's got five uh, yeah. points. It's five times as scary, and this is the sacred cow five. Did you like that link? Is what is it? Is it? Have we finished? Well, I think we got we got two minutes left, Jim Varad. Oh, Unless you've got more material, I'd be happy to hear. Well, I've got I've got more um, special effects. Shall we hear? Something? Okay, yeah, we'll we'll end your section on special effects. Oh, that's scary, isn't it? Uh-oh. <laughs> that's not scary. That's not scary at all. Wait a minute. Uh, what other ones have I got? Wait a minute. I've got too many tabs open. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> a minute. I've got too many tabs open. Uh, well, that's not scary, is it? Uh, what else have I got? Um, 
Oh, scared person. That's not scary. That's not scary. Wait a minute. Uh, I've got some good ones. That's not scary at all, is it? No, this one might be. Go on, then. similar to my um, jingle for the Ashley Tisdale collection. This is actually... Do you want to hear Ashley Tisdale for real? Yeah, go ahead. There we go. What's she saying? I don't know. Google Mummy. That is actually Ashley Tisdale. Which album's that off? The spoken word one? Uh, that's off the 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 white album, I think. Um, may, maybe if uh, any of our listeners can actually work out what Ashley's saying there, they can write in. Yeah, there is again. We've we've no. I won't talk over it. Okay. What last time? Yeah, and that actually was Ashley Tisdale. So yeah, if anyone is able to tell us what that is, then uh, don't be afraid to message us at the email address or on the Twitter account, if you can find it. I feel I feel bad for um, this Luna character who's now no longer listening from yeah. the chat. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think she definitely enjoyed it, you know, and, uh, but... Um, I think yeah. it was it was the jingle uh, where she put three indifferent face emojis and then immediately signed out when she realised we weren't being serious about ghosts after sharing that her... Her cousin said, "Whenever he refuses to use his gift, um, he gets he gets severely ill." Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is that you know we are a broad church, aren't we? So you know, we you know there there is a lot of room for all sorts of different responses to what we do. And I think it's testament um, to to the sketches and to the features that yeah. for, for forty minutes, this person thought that we were really talking seriously about ghosts I know <laughs> that was the Pac-Man introduction music it was wasn't it I, oh can I mean... you believe it this is really weird directly underneath Pac-Man introduction music is Civil War drummer They're listening, man. I know it is. They've literally, um, they've literally um, put that in there so, so we can can uh, not swear. Yeah, that would be a good one. I, I I was doing some good bleak work on the. Um... Yeah, I mean, frankly, I don't give a. <laughs> it's clever, that isn't it? It sounds I, like I, a I can heart I can monitor. stop myself in. Pretty good, yeah. Anyway, I think that we're probably um, getting to the end of it now, aren't we? So uh... yeah. That's all the news for today. Wow. <laughs> right. 
That's all we've got, guys. Bye. It is, isn't it? Bye. See you soon, then. Thank you take, for listening. Take care. Bye. Follow Bye. us on Twitter. Do all of those things, yep. And email. Crowley, get down. Get down, Crowley. Crowley, you... <laughs>